Journalists are asking Ukrainian soldiers to hide their Nazi patches, New York Times admits. The New York Times has been forced to a very, very belatedly deal with something which had long been obvious and known to many independent analysts and media outlets, and which has been carefully shielded from the mainstream masses in the West for obvious reasons. The surprising modern, the surprising Monday Times headline said that the Nazi symbols on Ukraine's front line highlight thorny issues of history. This acknowledgement comes after literally years of primarily indie journalists and geopolitical commentators pointing out that, yes, indeed, Ukraine's military and paramilitary groups, especially those operating in the East since at least 2014, have a serious Nazi ideology problem. This has been exhaustingly documented again going back years. But the report, which merely tries to downplay it as a thorny issue of Ukraine's unique history, suggests that the real problem for Western PR is fundamentally that it is displayed so openly. Ukrainian troops are being asked to cover up those Nazi symbols, please, as Matt Tabai sarcastically quipped in commenting on the report. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a lot of people in mainstream media don't want you to know that you know, the United States has been sending money, funds, and weapons to Ukraine, knowing that it's a Nazi nation since 2014. Authors of the New York Times report begin to by expressing frustration over the topic, over the optics of Nazi symbols being displayed so proudly on many Ukrainian soldiers' uniforms, suggesting that many journalistic photographs which have in some cases been featured in newspapers and media outlets worldwide, typically coupled with generally positive articles on Ukraine's military, are merely unfortunate misleading. Okay. The New York Times report says in each photograph, Ukraine's in uniform wore patches featuring symbols that were made notorious by Nazi Germany and have since become part of the iconography of far-right hate groups. The report admits that this has led to controversy wherein newsrooms actually must delete some photos of Ukrainian soldiers and militants. The photographs and the, their deletions highlight the Ukrainian military's complicated relationship with Nazi imagery, a relationship forged under both Soviet and German occupation during World War II, continues the report. So it's merely thorny and complicated, we are told. Below is a small sampling of the kinds of patches that appear on Ukrainian military uniforms with some regality in the words of the new york times okay this one here is the emblem of the neo-nazi military unit azov battalion the second one is an emblem of the nazi ss military unit second world war and this is the nazi symbol of the black sun symbol this is the one that the uh mass shooter in uh one of the supermarkets in uh upstate buffalo new york uh, where the mass shooter killed people there. <clears throat> he killed a lot of black people there. <clears throat> and, you know, he was, you know, into the uh, white replacement theory and racist manifesto. And, you know, the black sun was one of the symbols. NATO itself has in recent past been forced to delete images on its official social media accounts due to Nazi imagery being present among Ukrainian troops during the photo shoots. Here is a tweet from Ruba Sambromania. NATO quickly deleted a tweet yesterday that featured a photo of a Nazi soldier wearing 
the neo-Nazi Black Sun Patch. Remember, we're constantly told that the neo-Nazis in Ukraine are an insignificant ringe. And if you point it, and if you point to it, you're a Putin stooge or worse. Yeah. It's uh, you know, propaganda that, oh, you're you you're you love Putin. Really brain dead stuff. A tweet from the campaign against anti-Semitism. Thank you at NATO for deleting this tweet, which featured a soldier wearing a black Nazi sun Nazi symbol. To tomorrow's podcast against anti-Semitism discusses neo-Nazi troops, the Nazification rhetoric, and the reaction of the far right to the war. Tune in at antisemitism.org. The following line from the report says everything you need to know about the so-called paper of record and its one-sided and ultra-simplistic coverage of what many are finally waking up to realize is a war with a deeply complex reality, to say the least. And far from the MSM's goodies versus baddies, Hollywoodesque narrative of Putler versus the free world, which is a typical networks from CNN to Fox News to NBC. Okay. <clears throat> from the New York Times in November, during a meeting with Times reporters near the front line, a Ukrainian press officer wore a token called variation made by a company called the Reich, pronounced Reich. He said he did not believe the patch was affiliated with the Nazis. A second press officer present said other journalists had asked the soldiers to remove the patch before taking photographs. They're trying to hide this crap, you know. And let's not forget <clears throat> Elon Musk um, was also helping Ukrainian military with his satellite, Starlink. And, um, you know, he said he famously, and I quote, said, the word Nazi is not what you think it means. Elon Musk, the person that people think is going to fight, you know, censorship. That guy, the guy who was under the tutelage of Klaus Schwab, the guy who wants us to eat bugs, have nothing and we will be happy. That guy. All right. Okay, a, beat, um, a tweet from Ben Norton. This is Schroedner's New York Times. Azov, which is the newspaper correctly described as Ukrainian neo-Nazi paramilitary organization, 2019 is now a cuddly pro-democracy group of moderate liberals. Yeah, moderate liberals that will kill you if you're a journalist telling the truth about Azov Battalion. Wow. <clears throat> And now we might expect some significant efforts at damage control, or even perhaps we're witnessing the beginnings of evolving definitions and the moving of goalposts. More from New York Times, Ephesus added, but some members of these groups have been fighting Russia since the Kremlin illegally annexed part of the Crimea region of Ukraine in 2014 and are now part of the broader military structure. Some are regarded as national heroes even as the far right remains marginally politically. The iconography of these groups, including a skull and crossbones patch worn by the by concentration camp guards and a symbol known as the Black Sun, now appears with some regularity on the uniforms of soldiers fighting on the front line, including soldiers who say the imagery symbolizes Ukrainian sovereignty and pride and not Nazism. Ooh, that's a lie. That is a lie. That is a lie. That is a lie. That is a lie. Some of the writings are more appropriate and apt headlines of, for the New York Times story. Okay. Here's a tweet from uh, Max Abrams, alternate headline. The West has blatantly whitewashed Ukraine's Nazi elements to fight Russia. <laughs> 
The decision by some Ukrainian soldiers to wear patches with Nazi icon strengths to reinforce Russia propaganda used to justify the invasion. It also gives the symbols mainstream life after the West decades long efforts to eliminate them. Hmm. Ukraine's neo-Nazi and ultra-nationalist regime has been well-documented and acknowledged even prior to the Russian invasion, and discarding it as Russian propaganda is disingenuous. Ukraine has a history of neo-Nazi involvement, which is well-established. Only very recently, Ukraine's defense ministry and even President Zelensky's office was caught in the act. In April, Ukraine's defense ministry posted a photograph on its Twitter account of a soldier wearing a patch featuring a skull and crossbones known as the Tolkienpov or Death's Head. A specific symbol in the picture was made to notorious by a Nazi unit that committed war crimes and guarded concentration camps during concentration camps during World War II. The patch in the photograph sets the talk of atop a Ukrainian flag with the small number six below. The patch is the official merchandise of death in June, a British neo-folk band that the Sovereign Poverty Law Center has said produces hate speech and that exploits themes and images of fascism and Nazism. To be expected, the New York Times still tries to run cover while deliberately seeking to reassure its audience by writing that in the short term that threatens to reinforce Putin's propaganda and gives fuel to his false claims that Ukraine must be denazified, a position that ignores the fact that Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is Jewish. Like that matters. I mean, you had Jews fighting in the Third Reich. You had Jews fighting for Hitler. Okay, because it kept them from being put into camps and they were trying to get their families out of camps, just like you probably have Jews in the Azov Battalion because uh, they were forced probably to be in there. Okay, I'm not having sympathy for Nazis. I won't. Okay, Uh, the uh, old uh, I was only following orders excuse. No, doesn't fly with me. Okay. Here's a uh, tweet from Clint Elric. New York Times is venting new levels of cope. Nazi iconography has a meaning unit has has meanings unique to Ukraine. Nazi symbols should be interpreted by how Ukrainians Ukrainians view them, not by how they have been used elsewhere. Okay, Ivor Kolovsky, a Ukrainian historian and religious scholar, said that the symbols have meanings that were unique to Ukraine and should be interpreted by how Ukrainians view them, not how they are viewed elsewhere. The symbol can live in any community or any history independently of how it is used in other parts of the earth, Ms. Kurovsky said. But then still, the New York Times concedes awkwardly more broadly Ukraine's ambivalence about the sea symbols and sometimes even its acceptance of them risk giving new mainstream life to icons that the West has spent more than half a century trying to eliminate. The reality is this, that we live in a world that celebrate Veterans Day, that would talk about, you know, D-Day, and you're spitting on the veterans who lost their lives fighting Nazis, while we have the U.S. government is now Defending Nazis, sending weapons to Nazis, money, aid, medical aid, anything they need. You're sending it to Ukraine, which is basically a Nazi's paradise. Okay. It's basically what now let's listen to this video right now. Second. Show you a clip. 
There we go. on Ukraine's, quote, thorny history with Nazi imagery in its military, quote, troops use of patches bearing Nazi emblems risks fueling Russian propaganda and spreading imagery that the West has spent a half century trying to eliminate. Journalist Glenn Greenwald commented on the piece, tweeting, amazing article from New York Times about the rather uncomfortable fact that photos of Ukrainian soldiers and leading battalions so often include Nazi symbols and flags. For a decade, the Western press warned Ukraine's fighters were dominated by Nazi units. Yeah, this article exploded on the Internet yesterday because, frankly, as we well know, for months, viral image after viral image has been circulating of Ukrainian soldiers with various kinds of Nazi symbols on them. There was the incident where um, uh, Jon Stewart was awarding a medal, medal to someone who ended up having a Nazi tattoos. It's the, the incidents of this happening in high-profile photos on the front cover of these major newspapers, et cetera, is so bizarre that it leads one to the conclusion that you can't escape that this is not some incidental, accidental, small, marginal number of people in this military force who are openly touting. I remember in last year, I believe, that um, in downtown Manhattan, they had an a parade for not a parade, but a gathering for Azov Battalion. And it was shouting, Azov, 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 Azov. Okay. And they were, you know, basically trying to downplay, even at that time, you know, of uh, that they were Nazis. Okay. And the thing is, is like people were really trying to be, you know, just I don't know how to say it. I guess uh, uh, cognitive dissidents from who they are, okay, what they're about, and it's it's insane because it's like people don't want to acknowledge the truth about these people. Ukrainians, not only the most corrupt government, not only have the corrupt government on the earth, but human trafficking, sex trafficking of children, and they're Nazis. The government is pro-Nazi. Okay, courtesy of Stepan Bandera. Look that person up. Watch Oliver Stone's film Under Fire, Ukraine Under Fire. Watch that, and you will perfectly understand the history of Ukraine. A lot of people get mad, and the sad things you have a lot of African Americans and blacks thinking that, oh, you're you know, you're you're one of those conspiracy theories. No, theorists, you know, conspiracy theorists. No, I look at the facts. Okay? And there's something wrong here. With our government funding Nazis. And whenever you talk about it, 
Just like when it comes to the Jim Jones juice, they censor you. You could lose your job as a reporter, possibly. You're known as, oh, you're a Putin lover. And the brainwashing is so damn strong. And very few people actually know the truth about Ukraine. I mean, when I hear when I hear blacks talking and siding with Ukraine, I'm like, did you not see what they did to non-black foreign exchange students? Did you not see what they did? And then when you talk about that, silence. Okay. There are even Ukraine Ukrainians who will probably don't care about that and show you their real racist side. I mean, you could go on Telegram and you could look up pictures of Zelensky giving his New Year's speech and you will have Ukrainians at the dinner table doing the Nazi salute. You have video on Telegram showing teenagers in high school singing Nazi songs. What else do you need to understand that these are Nazis? But people don't want to look. They'll make excuses because, well, Biden's better than Trump. And I've always said this. Presidents are selected and not elected. Whoever you pick, you're not getting your way. Okay? And guess what? The Republican Party and the Democratic Party were for Ukraine. And this was under the Biden, this was under the the Obama administration. That's right. A black man was in office when this was going down. He obviously was for it. You can't tell me he wasn't. Hopefully people will wake up. Nazi ideology. But this article feels like the New York Times is finally forced to confront that reality after having published so many <laughs> images of Nazis themselves. And instead of taking it head on, the article itself reads as apologia for what it's trying to describe. Yeah. So people have been ripping this apart. They they um, make they say, well, the Nazi symbol, the swastika symbol was once a Hindu symbol. So maybe these are just Ukrainian Hindus. <laughs> I guess it's supposed to be the implication. They raised the the um, Confederate flag saying, well, so like just like some people in the South say the Confederate flag is just about their mm-hmm. pride in history. Maybe right. some pride in history. Yeah, yeah. People say that when they have the Confederate flag. This is my heritage. Your heritage was celebrating and being okay with raping and enslaving and owning black human beings. Can we please stop the gaslighting here? Same thing with Ukraine with Ukraine. And it's just like, wow. People are actually falling for it. Some people think that and this US Wastica. liberals usually call BS on that argument. Exactly. In every other context, they say, no, 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 no. We don't care, you know, why your your whatever twisted logic or rationale you've come up with to defend this imagery. We know what it actually stands for. Um, <laughs> one would think that's the same thing with Nazi imagery. Nope. But because, again, liberal, Democrat, mainstream-type people are so bought into 
the Ukrainian war effort against Russia, you have to look the other way or pretend it means something else and Are all that. Or, or apply all sorts of greater contextualizing that never happens in, in cases of hate crimes and, you know, graffiti of like hate symbols in the U.S. context. No, that's always that's the worst thing you can do. There's no further um, exploration of what it means or, well, think of the context. The, the media never does that. Yeah, and the reason is because Putin has been saying that part of the project is to denazify Ukraine and to acknowledge that there are a non-trivial number of Nazis in Ukraine is to them validating Putin's narrative. Now, I would argue that everywhere needs to be denazified. That doesn't necessarily right. mean it justifies an not invasion. Not by an invasion at right. gunpoint. But no. I'm not going to put myself in the position as arguing in favor of Nazification. Like, mm -hmm. So another thing the article does is use the fact of Zelensky being Jewish as a counter-argument. You know, how, 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 could, how could his bodyguards be Jewish? How could the people surrounding him wearing swastikas and other kinds of uh, Nazi paraphernalia be, be, be Nazis if they're protecting someone who's Jewish? You don't need a PhD to realize that those things can exist in the same time. They try to explain there. There's something symbols called a totenkampfs, which were apparently used by Nazi con concentration camp guards, um, and they they say, well, it's also a symbol that's used by a musical band. So that's neither here nor there. Admitting that it is a Nazi musical band, they say, you know, it was impossible to make an inference about the wearer or the Ukrainian army based on this patch. That's that was from the Anti Defamation League. Yeah. Uh, League's uh, Jake really softballing. You know, I mean, the Anti Defamation <laughs> League. I have never <laughs> seen. They've never met a hate symbol that they would not eagerly denounce before. I'm just saying. It, it, except now, right? There, it's like this plain running. I mean, cover. Th this is a group that I remember their their surveys and their studies about how because of Trump. Uh, hate, anti-Semitic hate is rampant in American schools. And they had this very, um, the methodology of it, not at all persuasive to me when I looked into it a, a little bit to suggest that anti-Semitic hate bullying incidents were rampantly increasing throughout American schools and were explicitly due to Donald Trump's rhetoric. Hmm. Um, and now they're saying that there's an indifference to Yeah, now they're saying, well, it's, it could be offensive to some people. Here, yeah, yeah, Jewish people. Yeah, well, the anti <laughs> offensive to all people because the you know especially what the nazis did to blacks you know too bad that's not talked about much you know and there's a strong support for ukraine now you know they talk about trump oh yeah there was divisiveness for trump but they ain't talking about the divisiveness under biden okay and the fact that Azov Battalion is getting a lot of support from Republicans and Democrats. Okay. Hmm. There's no talk of that. But they're against racism, but you're supporting a country that is staunch racists. Defamation, that's what's so toxic about this. The Anti-Defamation League, which ostensibly should be the ones calling out legitimate instances mm -hmm. of anti-Semitism and Nazi ideology like this, are in fact running cover for it because of this broader political project. So in this other paragraph, um, the Times writes, in November, during a meeting with Times reporters near the front line, a Ukrainian press officer wore a Totenkampf variation made by a company called 
R3ICH, pronounced Reich. He said he did not believe the patch was affiliated with the Nazis. The patch made by the organization called Reich. Oh, I'm sure there's a Reich easy a explanation for it. <laughs> you know, who among He's, us hasn't? And the, and the article just credulously yeah. takes these statements and just runs with it. There's offers no pushback whatsoever. Moreover, it, it you know, people have pointed out that there's a way that they try to recharacterize um, the Soviet Union's role in defeating the Nazis, suffering more casualties of war than anybody else, as somehow an ambivalent position or something that they shouldn't get all the credit in the world for, um, and do what some people are describing as pro pro propagating their own kind of Nazi uh, propaganda by saying that when the Nazis invaded Ukraine, then part of the Soviet Union, many Ukrainians saw them as liberators. I mean, it's like really, mm -hmm. really galaxy brain well, stuff. Right. This should be a reminder that, look, we, in other parts of the world, in Europe, they, they have been fighting people, Russians, Germans, Ukrainians, all the peoples of Eastern Europe have been, Europe all over the entire continent, warfare for hundreds and hundreds of years. There are ethnic conflicts. Sure. There are, there used to be religious-based conflicts. There are conflicts going back centuries that family conflict, things that people still feel something for that we don't necessarily understand because we're somewhere else and they're somewhere else and we can't you know force how we feel about things on everyone else there are conflicts that we can't that just like just can't be solved necessarily easily by the u.s saying you got to stop hating each other you got to stop fighting and it's complicated because there are people who are unsavory. I mean, we encounter this in the Middle East. People who are unsavory to us for a lot of reasons, but are they the good guys in this conflict because we hate these people more? And then where does that get us when we arm them and then somebody else ends up with the weapons? And it, it just does, it doesn't turn out well because we should try generally to mind our own business in a foreign policy context is actually what the American people support. Sure, but the, what's happening here is that the New York Times is doing PR, not neutrally saying, hey, maybe we should help Ukraine, but there's some bad folks in the mix, but we should help them on a general, broader general principle. It's running cover for them. I mean, people who are more knowledgeable are pointing out that there are all of these non-ambiguous acts, the reburying of these Galizan um, soldiers, a these uh, soldiers from a, what was apparently a, a, a notorious Nazi unit. A ceremony was done by the Ukrainian Orthodox Church to rebury them just a couple of years ago. These symbols mm -hmm. abound. Um, and these, uh, these folks are being characterized in the book, uh, sorry, in the article, as historic, you know, as historical groups, some of which may have been Nazis, but that wasn't their main bag. And over and over again in the in the article, there is this very explicit effort to downplay, acknowledge, but downplay what so many people in social media and in independent news have been reporting on as a real problem for years. And frankly, I think the effect is the effect is that it makes. Ukraine look worse than if the paper had just acknowledged the reality of what's going on in the country at the top. Because mm -hmm. now it looks like a, a, a cover job, and the implication is it's so much worse than just the people who are showing up with the odd badge or tattoo or what have you. Mm -hmm. And again, it's worth noting just the sheer number of incidents that are, are cataloged in the context of this article, much less beyond. Right. It, it's... Uh... <laughs> It clearly goes beyond, like, just there were just three people in three photos that got photographed with Nazi regalia. 
this is wild, man. It's wild. And, um, by the time America wakes up, it'll be too late. That's how I see it. I really don't. Well, um, I'm done. Um, you can check out my channel, Department of Common Sense. Uh, you can check me out on Anchor, Hall Talk Radio, live in 4K, anchor.fm. I'm also on Rumble, Radical Thought 791. And um, that's about it. I am also on Twitter, Hall Talk Radio 79. And that's it. Oh, yeah, I'm also on TikTok, too. Hard Talk Radio uh, 79 there as well. Later.